Hello, everyone. It's a pleasure to be on Conversation 6 again. I'm Elizabeth Kendall from Pembroke College, Oxford, and I'm here with... Elena Delosier from the Washington Institute. Fantastic. Now, Elena, I know you've just written a paper on the Red Sea region, and we were discussing all sorts of issues related to that recently. One of the things that doesn't get much attention is the horrible situation of migration across that region into Yemen. Could you just outline the problem there for us? Yeah, sure. So there's a massive economic problem in Ethiopia. And so what happens is a bunch of Ethiopians, especially in the eastern part of the country, will think that their best chance for getting a job is to make their way to the Gulf. And so they do that by walking north, literally walking uh, most of the time, north through their own country to either Somalia or Djibouti, which are right on the water across from Yemen. And so then they take boats across to Yemen and then they again find transport or walk north through, of course, what we know to be a war zone uh, to try to make their way north to Saudi Arabia. And so it's a massive problem with these these numbers that are just shocking. So there are 140 to 160,000 migrants every year before COVID, uh, and 90, 90 some percent of them are Ethiopian going across from the Horn of Africa to Yemen and then trying to make their way up into Saudi Arabia. And then what's happening is Saudi Arabia doesn't really want that many migrants. And so they are deporting them back to Ethiopia and they've started doing that in massive numbers in the last couple of years we're talking 350,000 plus migrants who are showing up now in the capital of Ethiopia. Um, and so, yeah, so there's this major, major issue. And, and meanwhile, you have refugees from Yemen in much smaller numbers, by the way, going across the water in the opposite direction to Djibouti to a refugee camp. And I've been to that refugee camp and right across the street from it is the migrant camp. So it's, it's literally the same boats that are bringing refugees one direction and migrants the the other direction. And the horror headlines on this are just, you know, horrible. I mean, there's people being pushed off of boats. There's there's once you get to the detention centers, one caught fire a few weeks ago. There's reports of rape. There's reports of basically kidnapping for ransom. There's just the uh, atrocities that these folks go through to try to just make a better life for themselves. It's just really uh, shocking. But the numbers have dropped in the last year. And Elizabeth, maybe you can talk to us a little bit about why that may be the case. Yes, the numbers have dropped during 2020 by about 73%. So it's tempting to think that somehow this migration problem is being solved, but we shouldn't be fooled by these numbers. It's actually because of restricted movement resulting from COVID that the numbers have come down so much. Actually, since the start of the war, crazy as it seems, heading into the war zone of Yemen has seemed like a better option getting out of Africa via the east versus the former migration route via the north uh, up to Europe. So I think what we can expect is that as things open up again, with COVID restrictions being lifted, or with workarounds being found, that the numbers migrating to Yemen will ramp right back up again. So clearly there needs to be some kind of solution, uh, many solutions, presumably, that, that in order to address this problem. And I wondered whether you've given that any thoughts, Elena. 
Yeah, I mean, part of it is just going to the root of the problem, right? Why are there, you know, hundreds of thousands of Ethiopians feeling the need to migrate in the first place? And so Ethiopia has a new, uh, a relatively new president who's under some heat at the moment for um, a conflict that's going on there. But the the real, you know, I think all eyes should turn to Ethiopia to try to solve the root of the problem, why these folks are are moving in that direction in the first place. What do you think? Yes, I think getting to the root of the problem is absolutely crucial rather than obviously trying to just sort it out in Yemen when they get there. But uh, there might be a kind of short term solution, which would be really trying to spread the stories and the horror of what happens if you do try for that migrant route, really try and get the communications in place to stop people thinking that this is the way to a better life. It clearly isn't. And and so when I mentioned the refugees going across the water, it is in much, much smaller numbers, Yemeni refugees going to uh, East Africa. Why do you think that's the case, Elizabeth? Well, I don't think we can take that to mean that there's no problem in Yemen. It's just so difficult for those who need to flee to get out. And so what we're seeing is that there are millions, about four million, internally displaced people in Yemen. And that problem is something that's escalating. It's actually escalating at the moment as more war fronts open up. Yeah, and, and especially the war front in Marib is pr pressing on a bunch of the IDPs in, uh, in Marib. And one of the concerns is that if that continues to happen, they'll become refugees, right? Well, they're, they'll start flooding the borders around Yemen. But but yeah, I think it's great to point out that just because there aren't massive refugee flows doesn't mean that there isn't a problem, as you've said before, out of sight, out of mind, which is a whole problem in and of itself. Yeah, well, we can't do justice to it in six minutes, but I hope it's on people's radars now. Thanks.